Blessings, beloved of God. This is Living Jesus. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, my name still remains Chika Onyangsi. And um, it is yet another time in the presence of God. And it is always wonderful to share uh, what it is that the Holy Spirit is saying, you know, at the moment. It is wonderful, always, always a thing of pleasure, you know, to share it with you. And so without wasting so much time, um, what uh, he has laid upon my heart to share you know, um, on today's episode is the plan, the timing and power of God, the plan, timing and power of God. And uh, for our key scripture, we might not be able to read um, all of it because um, it is a bit lengthy and we're trying to keep to time. But however, I would um, also advise that you go through it because that's that's the only way you can fully understand what it is that um uh you know we're trying to communicate or i'm trying to communicate you know um to you hallelujah so uh, the the plan timing and power of god what we're saying is that um just before we we you know we look at the scripture you know god always has a plan you know and never does anything out of the blues he's a god of uh of order and he follows through that's the thing about God. God plans things and then he ensures that he sees it through. Now, even in creation, creation of the world, you know, it followed a pattern, you know, mapped out by God. In the plans of God, you will find the timings. Hallelujah. You'll find time contained in the plans of God. So at so-so and so time, this is supposed to happen. So-so and so time, this is supposed to So the plans of God contain also the timing of God. Hallelujah. So the fact that, you know, there's time for everything. There's time for every event, every occurrence, every everything. Nothing just happens. There's always, there's an allocation of time, you know, to everything every plan everything that god does hallelujah and so the appointed time for things will come and then they will fizzle out hallelujah now to the human eye the timing of god that doesn't occur within their expectation is said to be a delay but that really isn't the true picture what we call a delay is something still in the process of time and will definitely manifest at God's appointed time. Remember, I've mentioned it here that uh, we have what you call the process of time and then the fullness of time. Hallelujah. So having these things, you will understand the way God works. Hallelujah. But the human eye will see it and think, oh, uh, you know, um, there's a delay. But really in the eyes of God, it's not a delay. It's just that the timing for Whatever thing it is that you're looking for um, hasn't come yet. Hallelujah. So now at the fullness of time, you know, you will see manifest uh, the things that God has spoken only by his power. It's his power that brings those things to manifestation. Hallelujah. And uh, the fact that God, by his sovereignty, ensures that nothing stops his word you know, from coming to pass. Hallelujah. So during the execution of the plans of God and what we seemingly call a delay or silence from God, we see 
agents of darkness come to play and display what they think is the show of power. Hallelujah. They, they come and, you know, do all sorts, not knowing that what they are doing is they're thinking they're showing their power, they're showing their strength, but not knowing that they're only working within the plans of Jehovah. Hallelujah. And that God doesn't make a move because everything is going according to his plan. So then they will think, you know, people will think God is quiet, God is silent, but really and truly he's not. It, it's, he will only talk. You see, he's, he's mapped out how everything will work. So uh, if he doesn't need to talk, if he's not part of the plan, he won't say anything. So the devil will keep running up and down, you know, doing this, doing that tossing this arrow here, smashing this there and all of that. And he will, you know, from the human point of view, you will think, wow, the devil is having a field day, but really and truly he's not. And you will think God is quiet, really and truly he's not. It's just part of the plan that the devil will come in as a catalyst and do what he needs to do just to hasten the entire reaction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So while the enemy, you know, uh, thinks... Is him having his way, you know, it's only him just playing according to the plans of God. Now, our, our scripture here is Revelation 11 from verse 3 to 12. The Bible talks about the two witnesses that will come, you know, during the end times. And Bible says that they were they're going to prophesy uh, for a thousand two hundred and sixty days. And within those times, God would give them the power to... Uh, shut the heavens that there will be no rain, turn water to blood, you know, like you would have Elijah, like you'd have Moses did in the Bible, uh, cause so many plagues, you know, and nobody will be able to withstand them. Bible says that for anyone who tries to withstand them, it says fire will come from their mouth and devour them. Hallelujah. Now it says until they're finished, what God has sent them to come and do until they are finished. It says nobody will be able to. It says everyone who comes against them will die that way. Hallelujah. Will die by fire coming out of their mouth to devour them. Now the Bible says when they are done prophesying. It says, you know, they will hold the entire, they will hold nations. They will hold, you see, they will hold their ground. That no one, no one, until they are done, no one does any, no one is able to shut them down or anything. And it says, by the time they are done, then the, the beast from the bottomless pit will come up and would prevail against them and kill them. And it says the entire nations will, would be, will rejoice, you know, they will rejoice so much at their death that uh, men will begin to exchange gifts. People will send gifts. That's how, that's how joyful they will be. That these ones, these two people who have come to terrify us, they are gone. Finally. And I dare say that even at that time, they will, they will praise the beast because, I mean, that was the one who was able to bring them that joy, that supposed joy that, you know, that they have for that moment. And the Bible says the bodies of these two witnesses will lie on the streets and no one would even dare to go and bury them properly. Now, because they would want to look at them, mock them, spit at them and all of those things. I mean, I can imagine all of that going on. And the Bible says all of these things went on. And for three and a half days, they were lying on that street and people were jubilating and all. And it says after three and a half days, it says the spirit of life from God entered into them and they stood up. <laughs> it says they stood up. 
And fear fell upon all who saw them. Hallelujah. And it says a voice came from heaven and told the two witnesses. It says, and said, these, these ones, the voice, they, everyone heard it. It said, it told them, it says, come up hither. Hallelujah. And it says, the two witnesses mounted on a cloud and was taken up to heaven. And it says, and that was done in front of their enemies. It says, their enemies beheld them as they were taken up to heaven. Now, if you look at that entire story, God had a plan. From the time the two witnesses showed up till the time they left, it was a plan of God. Plan of God that 1,260 days would be the time it would take them to prophesy. And within that time, the devil who thinks he has power could not even stop them. Not man, not devil, not any agent of darkness could stop them. See, that's the power of God. God has said it, you dare not. And God had given them power to do signs and wonders at that time so that men will know that the things they are speaking are coming from him. If the devil has so much power, why couldn't he kill them within those within within that time frame? Because the Bible says it was when they were finished with what they came to do. Hallelujah. And it says the, the beast came out and then prevailed against them, which was also part of the plan because they had to die. They had to die. And, and they had to die. And then so you can watch the enemies jubilate and rejoice and, and send gifts. I can imagine this one will come and say, you know, I have 10 ships. You know, you can have it. That land you've been telling me you want to buy, don't pay for it. You can take it free. We're rejoicing. This is a good time. And people were doing all sorts. And they left their bodies. I can imagine them, you know, walking across and spitting at them and saying, I thought you said you had power. Look at you now. Raise yourself from the dead if you have so much power. And God will sit and watch. Because the timing of the Lord had not yet come. So within that three and a half days, these people were having fun. Not knowing that. You see all that rubbish going on. And the demonstration of the power of the devil, which people then would have thought was awesome, was part of the plan of God. But when Jehovah shows up, every form of darkness will have to bow. People need to understand that. You can't light and darkness. Light will always prevail. And so just to let them know that God is still in charge. Three and a half days after, says the spirit of life from God entered it to them. Marketo zeletabaha. They didn't just, they, they didn't just come to life. No, they stood up alive. And that terrified the people who saw them. Because three and a half days, anybody dead, I mean, a body, you know, that is deceased would, 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 be, would, would have started to decay. It's almost the same time as Lazarus. Lazarus was dead for about four days. So it would have been smelling. But these, these people, they, they came to life. Hallelujah. Now, the, the thing about it is that, see, First John uh, uh, 5, 4 says, Whatsoever is born of God, overcome by the world. If you're born of God, man, the brain is so tight. You must overcome the world. It's the word of God. Ezekiel 37, Ezekiel 37, uh, uh, verse 10, you know, after God had told him, he says, speak to the dry bones and all, and everything came and, and, and there was no breath in them. Bible says, by the time the four winds of the earth came and, 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 and the breath of, of, of the, 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 the life of God had entered into those, you know, by then they had gotten flesh and sinews and all of that, but there was no breath in them. Immediately the breath of life of God entered into them. Bible says they stood up a great, mm -mm -mm -mm, I beg your pardon. It says they stood up an exceedingly great army. 
That's what happens when the life of God enters into a thing. But you see, all the while, the bones were there. They looked dead. In fact, they had asked Ezekiel. Ezekiel said, I don't know. You are the only one who knows about these bones. You will look at it and think it's a delay, but no, it's the timing of God. If you understand that whatever is born of God must overcome, then you know that even when things seem slow, when things seem as if nothing is going on, just know you are in the plan and in the timing of God and the power of God, which is the resurrection power of God, is able to bring you victory because the bible says that whatsoever is born of god overcome it. what power are you going to use to overcome the world it's the resurrection power the same power that raised jesus from the dead that's what we're talking about so if you have this in your mind then you will know that you're never disadvantaged you're a child of god things are not going too well relax you're in the plan of god things are going one kind one kind relax you're in the plan of god Hallelujah. You're in the perfect and complete will and plan of God. You must overcome, the Bible says. Hallelujah. There's nothing that has that is about a, you know, a child of God that makes the person disadvantaged. It never happens. Never happens. You stand and tell yourself, I am born of God. Therefore, I overcome the world. Hallelujah. Now, if you've heard nothing about what I have said here today, just hear this. That you are an overcomer. And because you are born of God, your time and your life are in the hands of God, not in the hands of any man, not in the hands of the devil. It's never given to the devil to kill you. It's never given to the devil to overcome you. It's not given to him. It's not given to the devil to tell how your tomorrow will be. It's not given to him. Hallelujah. Your time and your life are in the hands of Jehovah. Now, what you call delay isn't a delay. It's part of God's plan. And at the fullness of time, God will make a huge deal of it and all to his glory. So rest, says the Lord, for I have a plan and it is working out in your favor. Hallelujah to Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you because we have heard it. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, because you will, you will open it up more to everyone listening here. And they will be blessed abundantly by this word. Thank you, Jesus, because we're not just hearers of your word, but we're also doers of your word. And we thank you because your word prevails. And it is prevailing in the life of everyone who has listened to this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.